listen to see the set of movies my name is colin uh, i have two covid jabs in my arm uh, <laughs> and i'm the c uh zijan is the z hello zijan have you got two covid jobs jab, jabs in your arm jobs in your job yeah. what, what? Have you... um yes good work yes i'm double vaccinated now mine was yesterday and i'm still feeling a bit rough so just to give you a warning how rough is rough we're talking about? Uh, not, is not, it just like a, a sore arm that's not rough? So, so sore arm is, is a given, but also what, what they describe as flu-like symptoms. And what do you have? Just a slight fever. It's all fine. It's all fine, season. But um, to explain if I my repartee is not at its best today, <laughs> that's why. Okay. Um, are you trying to preempt your quiz again? Based on trying to preempt my quiz failure. Uh, mm. and and my lack of stunning ingenuity and wit, which is what people tune in uh, to the CZ movies for, I think. Um, I thought people just listen in for my my point of view most of the time anyway. Well, that's controversial, but tell, let us know, czmovies at gmail.com. <laughs> um, which one is it? Um, and whichever one it is, we, we're happy to upload just that person's audio track, uh, so you, uh, you don't have to listen to the other person. At least I know Simon is for me, so I've got one person on my side already. Yep, it's 2-1 two, two at the moment. Um, <laughs> so I'm losing. Unlike the quiz, which I'm winning uh, today, we're talking. Uh, we, we, we're looking at which MCU villains might come back uh, as Phase Four continues in, in wild uh, and unsubstantiated, uh, whatever the word is, guessing. I suppose conjecture is the word I'm looking for, um, okay. rather than not like not injecture, which is what I've had in my arm. You see, you thought I wasn't going to bring the stunning repartee. And yeah, I've already made a great pun. Um, we've also got a quiz on on the films based on the books of Leo Tolstoy. <laughs> Why did I choose this again? <laughs> oh, because I, I read Anna Karenina. Oh, I was reading Anna Karenina. But I don't t- need to do that anymore because while doing my research, I, I spoiled myself. Oh, uh, right. I was, I'm, I'm reading War and Beast, so this is perfect. Um, we're talking about the film In the Heat of the Night and much, much, much more. more. Zijan, we start with some movie news. What have you got? So, Leslie Grace, uh, fresh from playing Nina in In the Heights, uh, will be playing Batgirl in the upcoming HBO Max movie. Yeah, this is uh, this is exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Leslie Grace will join Sasha Cow, who will be playing Supergirl in the upcoming Flash movie, as the latest Latin American to be cast in a prominent role. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, which is uh, unusual for bad girls, isn't it? Yep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like bad girls' uh, dad is, uh, is is someone drilling in your room? <laughs> yeah, for some reason, my laptop decides to go on a big uh, the fan. Oh is wow! Just okay. going it's on all, a big world right now. It's our so, biggest fan. Yeah, okay, no. no doubt I'll fix it in editing. Of course you will. That's what you're here for. Anyway, sorry, bad girl. Yeah, so, I mean, bad girl, Barbara Gordon, is the daughter of Jim Gordon, the the commissioner in yes, uh, Gotham, yeah. and one of uh, Batman's loyal allies. As um, played by J. Jonah Jameson. No, J.K. Simmons, who also played J. Jonah Jameson, for like three seconds in yes. uh, Justice League. And multiple other actors as well, in all oh, the previous incarnations of is, uh, Batman. Yeah, is Jeffrey Wright playing him in the new, in the new Batman? I don't know. I think I think that's who he's playing in in, in the Robert Pattinson version. I could be wrong, uh, but this is not connected to that necessarily, is it? Potentially not. Um, I mean, Batgirl is a very popular character in the the Batverse. Um, Joss Whedon was supposed to be doing a film about her way mm. back then, um, but yeah, obviously we say, that was can we say way back? It's like a year ago, but things yeah things have happened. Things move crazily in the DC world. Uh, yeah, theoretically, because uh, he couldn't come up with a story. Um, but it may not be entirely unconnected uh, with all the Justice League problems, uh, allegedly. I mean, I mean Batgirl herself, as I say, she's quite popular, but she's mm. obviously not as well-known as Batman or his uh, motley crew of villains. I mean, um, she, she, um, most some of people would know her as Oracle as well. Um, she's, re- she's more well-known, which is very sad, but she's more well-known for being shot in the back by the Joker. Uh, as yeah, a yeah. revenge buff against Batman, and she lost, um, she lost her legs in the process. Uh, she was paralyzed from the waist down, um, and that was what she was mostly known for in the Batman stories. I'm, I'm pretty sure they won't go down. Well, I say that, but I'm pretty sure they won't go down that road. Um, well, I don't know. They might, I mean, I, I don't think I get the Joker doing it necessarily, but they might, they might go down that way. Um, 
Yeah, we don't know. Don't know. In, in The Killing Joke, which um, uh, which is a very good comic book. Uh, I've not read that many comic books or graphic novels, but that's one I definitely recommend, Alan Moore. Um, okay, yeah. I and mean, we don't know whether it's coming to UK cinemas or not. As you say, it's an HBO Max thing. Oh. But uh, we don't have HBO Max over here, so who knows. But that's, 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 that's big for her. Lizzie Grace, I thought, was very good in the night. She, that's, is that a film debut? It's certainly, certainly early on in her career. Probably, yeah. Well, it was good for her. Good for her. Uh, yeah, looking forward to that one. Um, Antonio Banderas, uh, or Banderas, uh, has joined Indiana Jones 5. Um, not seen anything much from him for a while. I can't remember uh, the last time I saw him in as well. No. Spy uh, Kids. <laughs> oh, right. Um, I don't know, Shrek 3? I don't know. Um, oh, yeah, he always started Puss in Boots, Puss in right? Boots. I keep forgetting that. Yeah, uh, obviously... Uh, well known as Zorro among other things but uh, he's joined that I, I don't think they've announced uh, what character he's playing uh, and he strikes me as someone who could play a villain or could play a roguish sidekick so who knows hmm. well I'm not that keen on Indiana Jones nowadays or I wasn't I haven't been keen on Indiana Jones um, at all so yeah. no, I gotta say it's not not one of my favourites so I'm not that excited yeah, yeah. it's news <laughs> it, it'll um, do it'll do Michael B. Jordan is developing a Superman project uh, yeah, is this a film or a TV series? Uh, no one knows yet, so it could be right. either. Yeah, so I'm just putting it out there because, well, no one knows yet what it's going to be like. So it could be a series or a film. Uh, and, well, Michael B. Jordan is mostly known for film, but, I mean, nowadays film stars are dabbling in TV and we say yeah. versa. So yeah, yeah, yeah. who knows where it's going to land. But this uh, version of Superman is not the Carlyle version of Superman that we are all used to. Hmm. Um, Clark Kent, this is... Uh, this Superman is called Val Zod, and it's a Superman from Earth too. So, in the DC universe, all the Earths have different numbers after them, um, which signifies um, the different Earths in the multiverse. Oh yeah. Um, and yeah, Val Zod is a Superman from Earth too, where he's the one of the last Kryptonians and the second to assume the mantle of Superman in that Earth. So Val um, Zod sounds like he's related to General Zod, is that right? It sounds like it, right? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not too sure. I, I don't really follow the other multiverses versions yeah. of uh, Superman because there are just too many to keep track of. So, yeah, I, I, I really can't yeah. say. And I think DC has two separate Black Superman uh, projects in the works. So there's another one uh, separate to this. So they're uh, going down that road. Uh, so I believe in the Marvel Universe, the, the main one is Earth 616, is it? Yes, I think so. Um, whereas in DC is the main one, Earth One. <laughs> yes, that's correct. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, Got to know all that. I've I read a little bit about the Marvel multiverse and um, the M- the MCU has got its own number, hasn't it? And uh, I think the actual real world has got a number as well. Wakanda Forever. Some news: We've got Michaela Cole has joined the cast, uh, and uh, Winston Duke is back as Mbaku. Uh, unsurprisingly, who was in mm-hmm. the first one as a kind of a kind of an antagonist a little bit-ish but mm. um, but then allied by the end I think and then was very much on the on the forces of good by the time he turned up in uh, various Avengers films pretty, pretty much all the actors from the original cast are coming back as well I mean Lupita Nyong'o was in the f- original cast but she's not appeared since in any of the MCU follow-up films which was a bit weird I would say but she was so wasted in that film though I mean she did, did Almost nothing. There was this kind of half, she, half-hearted romantic plotline that just, exactly, yeah. exactly. And considering she, she was like probably the most uh, well-known, well, Michael B. Jordan is probably the most well-known actor there, but she's probably second. Certain, certainly up there, yeah, yeah, mm. um, yeah. Just seen such a missed opportunity, and, and I say no one's really crying out for that character to come back. Exactly. Yeah. To the extent that I can't actually remember what the character's name was. Me neither. But apparently, she's coming back. Oh, well, good for her. Mm. Uh, I think, obviously, with the, with the passing of Chadwick Boseman, um, they'll probably be spreading out the. I think it feels like it's going to be an ensemble rather than a, rather than a, a replacement lead. So, yeah. I think it kind of makes sense, right? I think yeah. it's going to be hard to replace um, Chadwick Boseman in the role. To be right. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, more Marvel news. Uh, there is a potential director for uh, the Blade movie. Mm. Uh, Basam Tariq uh, is in talks to make that. Um, so, yeah, this continues on at the Marvel Universe's um, uh, drive to find up-and-coming filmmakers from the indie world. They mm. got Chloe Zhao to do um, uh, the, the Eternals, which is coming yes. at the end of the year. Um, obviously, Chloe Zhao, before she was uh, um, famous for Nomadland, she was just mostly an indie director. And I think Basam Tariq himself... 
um, he did something with Mowgli in it in the title. Oh yeah, um, Mogul Mowgli, which I've not seen, or, but um, apparently he's very good in stars. Riz Ahmed, who I thought was very good in um, in Nightcrawler and in uh, Sound of Metal. So mm. I, I do want to watch it. I think these are good choices, but well, I mean, I'm glad that Mao is taking a risk with directors like these. I mean, yeah, as long as they actually are, I think they are more now. But it feels for a while Disney seemed to be doing this kind of like we'll get this young up and coming director and then just get him to make the blandest film. <laughs> Maybe more more Star Wars in this, but I think or not, but not bland is the wrong word, but kind of get rid of any of the personal identity that you might put on, into it. I look at I don't know Lord and Miller who are probably a bit more nothing coming now, but yeah, they got into Star Wars and then it's like, wait a minute, you're making a film that's like films you make. Get mm. out of here. We, we'll get Ron Howard to be a safe parent. Given yeah, let, let these guys actually do what's making them making them popular, what's making them up and coming and well respected. So hopefully they will give them. Um, oh. If it is, as I've never, I've not seen any of Basam Tariq's films, I don't think, but uh, hopefully they do let him let him do his stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Mahershala Ali. Uh, lined up to play the title role uh, he was a phenomenal actor I've still not seen the original Blade film before though like I've not seen the Wesley Snipes version of it so I really have no clue no I haven't I, it makes me I've seen bits of it it just makes me feel ill <laughs> I, don't, I don't do well with vampires uh, why? just the, the idea of drinking blood <laughs> makes me feel quite ill I think that's a natural human reaction isn't it? is it really? <laughs> I think so I think that's evolutionarily a very powerful place to be I'm in the next stage of human evolution, Zijan. Yeah, you really should not hang out, or play, hang out in places where there are mosquitoes and stuff, right? No, and I don't. <laughs> I, I hang out in, in southwest England, <laughs> um, where, there are, where there are no mosquitoes at all. I mean, no one, no one likes mosquitoes, do they? No, yeah, that's true. No one likes mosquitoes. Uh, I only have one piece of news, Zijan, and you won't like it, because it's not really news. Ah. <laughs> Which which video game is being made into a film now? No, no. Which which game is being made into a film now? Let me guess. Let me guess. It's a bit yeah. like a it's a bit like a game. Uh, Tom Cruise has bought a darts board. That's my piece of film news for you, Dijon. Oh my god, no! <laughs> Tom Cruise is in England uh, filming Mission Impossible, whatever it is, seven maybe, and uh, he's going to he's going to all sorts of stuff. He's going to football. He's going to tennis. He's going to other sports probably Formula One, I think. <sighs> and he's playing darts. Tom Cruise playing darts. Maybe he's in training to play a darts player. Maybe he, uh, maybe he'll be playing Phil the Power Taylor in a uh, in a biopic. I'm not going to end this new section with that. Um, <laughs> our listeners deserve better. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, they do. I, I was I was hoping you had more, but I just wanted to let I just want to talk about Tom Cruise a bit. I reckon no. he'd be really good at that. I played darts for the first time in years uh, a couple of weekends ago. Turns out I'm not very good. At least you can count down quite easily yeah we were playing I think we were playing 301 just to count down for 301 basically I was just throwing darts randomly at the board which is actually not a bad tactic no uh, I mean I do that all the time as well in, until you get towards the kind of the, the meat of it yep and then you're kind of stuck yeah yeah <laughs> um, so other bits of news uh, mostly horror stuff that uh, we don't really cover um, but oh is just... this our is this, is this our San Diego Comic Con section San Diego Comic Con section no so, so I think is this some Jordan Jordan Peele news? Nope. All oh, right, carry, carry on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's going to be an Army of the Dead sequel. Uh, Zack Snyder's universe. Uh, for those who want to know that, a you prequel not, is actually on the way. You could not um, pay me to watch this. Yeah, but still, some people would like to listen about this. Um, with an anime spin-off series as well. Um, there is going to be an a trilogy about the Exorcist. What? Um, the Exorcist. Do you know there's The Exorcist? Be, I know The Exorcist. There's going to be an anime trilogy about The Exorcist. No, the anime, tri- the anime series is um, The Army of the Dead. But right. there's going to okay. be a, a live-action trilogy of The Exorcist. Um, Alan Burstyn, who played the mother of Linda Blair uh, in the original film, it will be returning to her role, uh, along with uh, Leslie Odom Jr., uh, oh, yeah. who's, uh, who's been hitting a big uh, last year in cinema. So... There you go. For those who actually want to watch this, um, we probably won't. But if you were, I reckon there's probably if I don't know if I had to guess, I'd say there's probably four Exorcist films already. Yes, I think there are as well. <laughs> we should do a quiz on them. We should do a quiz on the Exorcist, uh, Exorcist films. Uh, I'm just looking it up now. The Exorcist film series. There are five. Wow. Plus these uh, upcoming three films. Wow. Are you surprised though? I'm not. 
Well, no, I mean, I, I, I assumed there were, I, I said I guessed four. But, um, uh, two prequels already. Good for them. So last time, Zizi, and last time I promised our listeners that we talk about San Diego Comic-Con, and then basically nothing happened at San yep. Diego Comic-Con, or com- was it called Comic-Con Online or something, uh, or Comic-Con at Home, uh, where all the all the big movie news and studios and all this said, no, nah, we can't be bothered with this. <laughs> um, so I, I, I picked up two pieces of news from um, San Diego uh, Online, one of which is that Jordan Peele's new horror movie is called Nope. Yep. Um, he's after people love Get Out and to a lesser extent Us. Uh-huh. No he likes uh, short titles. Uh, and Warner Brothers are going to be making ten exclusive HBO Max films in 2022, uh, maybe including Batgirl. I don't know. I think this is quite interesting. So they this year they're releasing their films HBO Max and cinemas, a lot of them, which caused quite a lot of controversy. But they've committed to this model, as we all thought they might. Um, well, not fact, they've gone even further. So they're making 10 movies just for streaming. Mm. Um, I don't think there's any plans to launch HBO Max in this country yet. But, uh, I mean, I mean, it makes sense, right? Like, why why wouldn't they? I, I don't see why they wouldn't want to do it. No, unless they've already... I mean, a lot of this is tied up in contracts, isn't it? So unless they've already a lot of their back catalogue is already tied up on Netflix in this country or something, mm. which is which is which is possible or Amazon or whatever. But I'm sure we'll get it eventually. There you go. So uh, get used to staying at home and watching TV. Ah, uh, not a fan. Not a fan. Uh, I, I'm I'm so glad for the cinema's opening. To be fair, that's probably one of the best things to ever come out. Um, really? In the past month, yeah, I really I really do like watching films in the cinema. It's it's so nice not to have an idea of when the film will end. <laughs> to say. That that's pro- that probably helps, you know. Like for example, it it, it kind of ruins um, a show if you know I know there's only ten minutes left, you know, because something's bound to happen to, to change the outcome. Well, they surely just don't when you when you're watching a film, just don't don't check how long it is before you start watching it. Well, you can you kind of can't do that. And <laughs> pause the film, right? That's the thing. Don't pause it. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I know. What you mean. I mean, I'm watching it. If I'm, I'm part part way through watching Detroit when uh, when I, when we came to record this, and since I know there's 40 minutes left or 37 minutes left, I, I know what's going vaguely what's going to happen. Um, mm. Speaking of which, to see or not to Z, our segment where we talk about films we've recently seen and tell you the listener whether you should see them or not. Z them, Zijan. Hello. Uh, have you been taking advantage of open cinemas, or have you been watching from the comfort of your own home? <laughs> I've watched this in the comfort of my own for, uh, nice. home, actually. Put, put on your slippers, have a nice cup of tea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, turn on the I... iPlayer. A film about great. football, Colin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. Um, I, I, know, I guess right? what it is. Yeah, go on. Uh, uh, are we talking, like, as in association football? So- soccer? We're yes. Not, we're not talking, yeah? Yes. Um, I'm trying to think of ones you might actually want to watch. Um, <laughs> yeah, go on. I think, uh, yeah. Bend it like Beckham. I've seen that already, but not uh, like that. The, the Damned United is very good, but I don't think you'd want to watch that. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's the man. <laughs> I wasn't seen that before. Uh, See, I've seen so many films about football, Colin. Yeah. I don't know why you sound so surprised. I, I know, I know. Um, is it is it the uh, art house documentary about Zidane called Zidane? Yes, that's it. Actually, awesome. No, it's not that. <laughs> of course not. Why, why watch that? Literally, that's just... Um, I have watched that, and literally it's just him playing a, a game of football with the camera on him the whole time. It's so weird. Uh, no, I... Uh, uh, the Keeper? Nope. Wow. Not bad. I've actually seen a football film that you've not seen before. Heard of. Uh, yeah, well... Oh, oh is it uh, Shaolin Soccer? Nope, I've seen that before as well. So you've seen so many football films. I know, right? This is amazing. Um, is it that scene from uh, The Sisters of the Travelling Pants 2 where, where Blake Lively is at soccer training? No one watches The Sisters of Travelling Pants 2, Colin. You've definitely seen that film. <laughs> uh, no, you hit me. What, what is it? Um, early Men. Okay. Yes, yeah, fine. <laughs> it's the stop motion animated film. That's why you don't know about it, Colin. I know about it. I've not Do seen it. By Artman, uh, which is one of my... Uh, I love stop motion, so I like Artman. Um, mm-hmm. They did Chicken Rush, which was really, Chicken really run. good. 
Oh, Chicken Run, yes, sorry. Which was really, really good. Um, I don't think, and a lot of the Wallace and Gromit uh, yeah. comes from them. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Early Man uh, has the voices of Eddie Redman, Tom Hiddleston, uh, Maisie Williams, Timothy Spall. Um, and it's about a bunch of cavemen uh, playing football against uh, some Bronze Age guys trying to win their valley back. And is this based on a true story? Of course it is. Uh, <laughs> what, what's very really funny about this film is that all the cavemen are good guys and they all have a British accent. Yes, um, I like it. I like it. Okay. And obviously the, the, the Bronze Age people have European accents. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's about or, time. Or, it's about or, time. Or, or really Tom Hiddleston doing a French accent. So right. many uh, so many films, the British are the bad guys. It's nice to um, <laughs> have the tables turned. Yeah, especially when it comes to football, right? Uh yeah, well I mean we 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 did invent it. I'm not sure we invented it in um, prehistory. But, uh, yeah, I would go so far as to argue that the concept of England didn't exist at this point. But never mind. Um, yeah, the, yeah, it's it's an okay film. Um, it's not one of the best. Um, like uh, Chicken Run, uh, as I said before, it's much much better. Um, there are quite a bit of football references. Uh, that probably went over my head. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, yeah I I hadn't watched it. I saw the, tra- the trailer. I must have seen it a hundred times. It just I, I don't know. It just seemed to be on all the time for a while. But uh, yeah, and the reviews weren't great at the time. So sh- should our listeners rush out to iPlayer well, to watch it or, well, or give it a miss? Well, it's, if it's been a while since you've seen a stop motion film, I mean, it's it's decent, like, but it wouldn't blow your socks off or anything. So there you go. Make your Fair enough. From that. Mm. Fair enough. Uh, I I watched the film Steel Magnolias on uh, on Netflix, which is uh, Julia Roberts' breakout role. I think was only one of them uh, in her, her early career. Uh, it's about uh, this kind of group of women who live in small town America. Uh, let me get. Am I going to get the right state? I think it might be Louisiana, but I'm not 100. Maybe Alabama. Certainly that kind of uh, Southern America. Um, so Julia Roberts is is the lead side feet. Well. One of the leads, uh, Sally Field, Shirley MacLaine. Uh, it's it's a great cast, um, and it's it's a it's a old fashioned weepy. It's a sad story. I didn't really know what happened going into this, uh, okay. so, I, so I didn't know what. Was, I, I I think I, I think I knew it was a sad film, but I didn't know why. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's it, it veers I think into into melodrama by the end. Sally Field, uh, I think she might be an Oscar nominated. Only nominated for some awards and and. and I think she went a bit over the top, if I'm honest. Um, but it's, I, I really liked a lot of the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I would have liked to just seen a kind of um, slice of life tale of these of these people because it's a great cast, great set of characters, uh, and it goes it kind of follows them through two years. I think and you see it's mostly framed around major holidays, so Christmas, Halloween, Thanksgiving, whatever else, mm-hmm. um, Easter. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, d- I think I would have preferred it without the kind of melodramatic sad. Uh, plot line yeah i guess a bit like yours um it's it's only interesting because it to see judy roberts early career and it's a great cast but uh like yeah like i don't i'm not saying rush out to see it or do you stay in to see it hmm. i'm not saying avoid it there's another one that's kind of down the middle fair enough um we move on that uh to look back in oscar the segment where we talk about a film that has won the best picture oscar in the past uh this time we're doing a film in the heat of the night that i was convinced i owned on dvd until i settled down to watch it two nights ago and realized i didn't uh and had to pay two pound 49 to stream it on amazon um zijan tell us about in the heat of the night so this was the 1967 film based on john ball's novel of the same name it tells the story of Virgil Tibbs, a black police detective from Philadelphia who becomes involved in a murder investigation in a small town in Mississippi. Um, it stars uh, Sidney Poitier and Rod Steiger and won five Academy Awards, including Best Picture and Best Actor at the time. He, well, did, uh, did Sidney Poitier win Best Actor? Yes, he did. Oh, I didn't know that. Hmm. Uh, yeah, this I I knew about this film before. I might have seen it before as well. But um, I, there's a line in it. Um, they call me Mister Tibbs, which is in in the, uh, one of the kind of iconic movie line. And in fact, to the extent that the sequel to this film was called "They Call Me Mister Tibbs," <laughs> uh, and and so I'd seen that clip before I before I watched the film. Oh, nice! Uh, like yeah. I I know of the line, but um, 
Yeah, I really did not expect the film for which the line is based on. For some reason, I keep expecting <laughs> it was Jack Nicholson shouting it for some re- reason. All right. <laughs> okay. I think every 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 famous line, every famous exclamation marks in it has Jack Nicholson shouting it down. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, you can't handle the truth. That was mm-hmm. him. Yeah, that's uh, true. We'll always have Paris. That wasn't him. him as well. That wasn't um, him. Norm, so this is directed by Norman Jewison, um, who I had heard of, who's from Toronto, in fact, uh, one of my favourite cities. Uh, and I was looking at his career, and he, he has a very strange career. Um, so he's directed some huge films, but not it's difficult to draw a connecting line between them. So there's this, uh, Thomas Crown Affair, Fiddler on the Roof, Jesus Christ Superstar, uh, and Justice for All, Moonstruck with Cher, uh, The Hurricane, which is about... Um, uh, Reuben Hurricane Carter starring Denzel Washington. Only You, which is a rom-com starring uh, Marissa Tomei and Robert Downey Jr. They, they, none of these films are anything like each other. I just it's thought good, that was... though. He has yeah, quite he's, a, got, he's got range. He's got range, yeah. And quite a few of those films are Oscar-winning films as well. I'm pretty uh, sure Cher won in Moonstruck. Yeah, I think you might write. Um, mm. Yeah, there's only some, some very popular things there. Um, he's still alive, in fact. Oh, wow. Uh, Us is... And he's 95... <laughs> Uh, Sidney Poitier is still alive. Which, nice. Uh, which How old is he now? Uh, he is ninety-four. Oh wow! Uh, and an, uh, and a, an absolute trailblazer uh, in Hollywood. Um, I was looking at his Wikipedia page. I knew a little bit about him, but uh, basically, a, a long list of the first black actor to do dot dot dot. Um, it's an incredible uh, career that he had. I've not seen much of his uh, many of his films. Um, he didn't win. A, he didn't win Best Actor for this. Oh no! It was uh, yeah. It was, sorry, Rod, it, was Tiger, was it? it was Rod Steiger. Right. Yeah. Um, I've seen the, the Defiant ones, which is very good as well, and he was nominated oh. uh, for that, and apparently won for Lisa Field, which I don't know. Oh wow! Sorry, this is getting a bit off track, but um, uh, he was nominated for Best Foreign Actor by the Baftas for In the Heat of the Night. I didn't wow. know about Best Foreign Actor. It's <laughs> amazing. Just not British. There you go. Uh, back in the days, <laughs> I thought this, I thought it was a really good film. Um, so it's obviously it, well, not obviously, but it, it it deals with racism a lot. Mm-hmm. So he he's um, he's found at railway station and basically just summarily arrested because he's black and yep. he's, he's there. Um, but it's also a, a very well done crime procedural kind of uh, crime I think drama. It was. Yeah, it was a very good mm-hmm. whodunit, really. Like. Uh, mm. Basically, you're you're seeing this uh, black police detective helping out this uh, local racist um, people find out who the killer is. Um, yeah, uh, and spoilers, it's the guy who looks really evil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's I say it's it's um, it works on, on on multiple levels, and but also looks really beautiful. I mean, it's it's I mean, as, as the title suggests, it's. It's very hot down in Mississippi, and, and really, you see kind of the, the sweat coming off everyone, and it's, mm. you can feel the humidity coming through the screen. Uh, and also, the, it, the cinematog- cinematography, the way that they lit uh, Sidney Poitier's skin, uh, I think I'm reading about this on Wikipedia, it's saying yeah, basically uh, black actors, yeah, all of lighting and cinematography was set up for white actors, and this was maybe the first time that a, a black actor had been uh, properly lit i suppose mm-hmm. even to this day i think that's not done brilliantly in a lot of films uh but it's, yeah beautiful film no I, I really enjoyed it uh it surprised me i know this is the second time we watched this right mm-hmm. but this was the first time for me um and yeah i was i was really surprised by how much i enjoyed it it's it's, it's just very good it's just very very good <laughs> there you go. um and i say two sequels i've not seen now i don't, I don't think they'll from from what i've read they're not as good uh, and take place in san francisco at least the uh, the first sequel does i think but why not? You've done Philadelphia, you've done Mississippi. Why not? Why not? San Francisco as well. Hmm. Uh, next time we're going back to Active Factor where we talk about the films of particular actors. Ejan, have you got an actor for us? Yep, we'll be doing the films of Uma Thurman. Uh, Thurman, lovely. Uh, right, on to our main segment then, which is uh, MCU Villain Returns. Um, so to <laughs> is that what we're calling it? Is that what you're going to name our podcast, Colin? Uh, I'm going to come up with a better name than that one. By the time <laughs> get to it. Um... I'm probably going to try and get some SEO kind of by hooking it into Loki. Uh, uh, so I don't know whether you've been whether you did end up watching all of Loki's or, or not. No, I've not seen it yet. 
No, um, I won't give anything away to any listeners who uh, haven't yet watched it, but we know we're moving into a multiverse uh, in Phase 4 of MCU. Uh, I have a theory shared by many others that rather than having a big bad uh, Thanos, uh, we might well be bringing back lots of villains from previous films to form a team, uh, and they might come out of the multiverse, and they might come out of time travel, which we know we've got in the in the MCU after um, Endgame. Uh, so what we're going to do is talk through uh, the villains that have happened, well, happened the villains that have been in, in MCU so far and whether or not we think they might come back and because of time travel death is no bar to that yeah that that kind of makes sense because I was just going through my list and saying oh this guy's dead this guy's dead mm. too this guy is definitely dead mm. yeah. <laughs> and shouldn't be back at all but yeah if there's time travel involved it makes sense uh, I've even now these gents you'll be amazed at the amount of effort I put into this because I've got a spreadsheet here. They're listing every film with every villain with what happened to them. Nice. That's oh. much more effort than what I've done. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I- I'll tell you what I've done later on. Um, okay. I have I have written on a list of villains um, as far as I can remember. Um, so we probably may have some overlaps. I think I've got, got them all, to be fair. So who knows? That's a bulk game. Um, well, let's go film by films. Um, yeah. And we'll see how the time goes. But uh, we start off with Iron Man. The main villain of Iron Man is Obadiah Stane. Do you remember what happened to Obadiah Stane? Nope. Uh, neither did I. He, but he fell into an exploding reactor and died, apparently. Uh, so he's played by Jeff Bridges. Uh, he basically took on Iron Man, took made an Iron Man suit of his own, and... It didn't work too great. Uh, I could, I could definitely see him coming back. Um, Jeff Bridges is a big name. The uh, it, a lot of these, I think, I'm not sure just because the Tony, Tony Stark. Well, I think Jeff Bridges would, but I was thinking um, Tony Stark's not around. Yep. If his beef is with Tony Stark, then he's going to care. But I suppose Mysterio, his whole thing was with Tony Stark, and that was um, after his death. Oh. Think so yeah, I think I think he would be a good uh, team. He's recognisable; people remember him from that film, and obviously as an actor, I, th- I think I think he's a good shout for this. Moving on, we have the Hulk, right? Mm-hmm. Incredible uh, Hulk! Incredible Hulk, uh, who obviously is played by a different actor now. Back then, it was Evan Norton who was playing yes. Incredible Hulk, but now it's Mark Ruffalo. And the big bad there is Abomination, and we mm. know Abomination is coming back in the Shang Chi trailers. Uh, um, yes. So he is around. Um, I can't remember what happened to him at the end of the uh, film. He was arrested by General Ross. Ah, and General Ross is also back in all the films. Yes. So the chances of um, uh, Abomination coming back, I think it's pretty high. Yeah, I, I think, think you need yeah, someone strong. who is physically strong and uh, on the opposing team to be able to combat with the physically strong. Um, Hulk. Physically, yeah, physically strong Hulk or even Thor or Captain Marvel mm. because um, the thing is, quite a few of the bad guys on the list that I've seen are not really like big and you know focusing purely on strength. And yeah. I think Abomination is one of the few who does that. I think one of the criticisms the MCU has had over the years is that the bad guys tend to be a kind of just a bad version of the hero, the counterpart. I think even yeah. if you read the comics, like I know you mentioned things like the mm. Dark Avengers and Thunderbolts, yeah. a lot of the team members there are literally the counterparts of their their heroic versions, the yeah. Avengers. But I think this this might be where it really comes into play, um, because if we do this, if they do this, like you could have. The, the 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 counterpart team. So yeah, I think Abomination is is pretty much a shoe in for this if it happens. And it's also easy to put him through if you if the actor doesn't want to come back because he's mostly CGI. That's true. Well. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, Iron Man two, the actor will probably not return. Mickey Rock. Mickey Rourke's Whiplash. Um, so so I've there are a few actors that I've marked or a couple of people that I've marked as I think uh, are likely. Um, this there's, there's him in this one. There's also Justin Hammer. Uh, who is kind of a kind of a villain, although kind of one of these out of his depth, not the main villain of that film. Um, as played by Sam Rockwell, uh, he was imprisoned by Shield. Whiplash killed himself by blowing up his suit. I could see Whiplash coming back. Mickey Rook is not going to come back. I'm pretty sure he's burned so many bridges with uh, Marvel by now. Yeah, I, he. 
I think he disowned that film. Like oh, he didn't he? want anything to do oh, with right. that film. So I, yeah, I highly doubt that he'll be asked to come back. Yeah, I, I had him, I had him as as one of the more liked ones, but maybe briefly and then gets killed off or something. But yeah, if I didn't know that behind the scenes, I guess probably not. Justin Hammer, I think he very much was was envisioned as a kind of a an equivalent to Tony Stark, uh, and I don't think they made best use of him in that film by any means. I don't. Th- I don't think he will come back because I think General Ross is more like, or, or um, Val, uh, as played by Julia Louis Dreyfus, is, is more likely to play that kind of role. Yep, as um, the, the leader of the team, the Amanda yeah, Waller the, the, of the, the team. brains. Yeah, the Amanda Waller, exactly. Um, okay. Um, Thor, the bad guy is Loki. He's doing his own thing. <laughs> he's doing his own thing, yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah, he's doing his own thing. I, I, I really highly doubt that Loki will come back for the films. Uh, Certainly not as a villain. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely not. Mm. Captain America. The Red Skull. Yeah. So, uh, in the end of the film, I'm pretty sure he took the Tesseract and disappeared. Um, I think he got blasted into space, potentially. Yeah, yeah, that's what happened. Tesseract sucked him up. Um, I know Hugo Weaving didn't come back to reprise his role in the Avengers films um, Mm. when when the Red Skull appeared uh, to offer the Soul Stone. So... um, I highly doubt Hugo Wing will come back again for that. Absolutely um, not. Absolutely not. I also, yeah, this character is is the keeper of the Soul Stone. I don't think they're going to bring him back again. I think we're mm. done with him. Nope. And I'm pretty sure we've already got a counterpart for Captain America now as well after watching the TV series uh, the Soldier, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's true. Uh, That's because true. in that, we see at the end of that TV series that Contessa Valentina has uh, recruited a US agent mm. uh, played by... White Russell, Kurt Russell's son, uh, which we'll yeah. discuss later as well. <laughs> um, yeah, that's true, that's true. Um, yeah, who is literally the counterpart of uh, Captain America because he has the, the serum uh, in him as well. Um, and, he, and he even, I mean, he is Captain America, isn't he, or they try to yeah, make him come? Exactly, so I, I highly doubt it's going to come back for all those reasons. Um, we also had Arnim Zola as a secondary villain who came back in uh, The Winter Soldier as a computer. I think we've seen the last of him, probably. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't entirely surprise me if we see him again in a computer for a few seconds, but I don't think that's going to be a big thing. Uh, Avengers, the bad guy was Loki again. Yeah, Looking yeah. back, it's surprising that, that, that they didn't introduce a new bad guy for that film. Anyway, uh, Iron Man 3, we've got Aldrich Killian, as played by Guy Pearce, who was killed by Pepper Potts. Um, and to a lesser extent, we have Maya Hansen, played by Rebecca Hall, who was killed by Eldrick Killian. I mm. don't think we're going to see either of them. What do you think? Uh, I think there's some potential there. Um, I mean, they're, they're quite visual powers, so I, I can see potential. I, although, I mean, like, Iron Man, I, I quite enjoy Iron Man 3, to be honest. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. Best Iron Man film, I think. Yeah. And. He could be considered subpar, so I, I I still think he could make a return. That's, that's what I think. Okay, okay. Um, he, at one point in that film, he claims he's the Mandarin, uh, which obviously he isn't because we're going to get the Mandarin in in Shang Chi. Uh, yeah, I just I did like that film a lot, but not the villain really. Um, you never know, you never know. But he's not on my list. Um, Thor: The Dark World. Oh, Malachi. by the way, sorry, was just on Iron Man three. Apparently, the original plan was that Maya Hansen was going to be the the villain all along and then Disney decided that we couldn't have a female villain oh wow <sighs> oh, dear. Uh, things have changed a bit at Disney since then I think thank um, goodness yeah uh, Thor the Dark World as you say Malekith uh, that's Christopher Eccleston right mm, and there's not a chance in hell he's coming back no it's I mean he's probably Pen as one of the worst villains out there in the Marvel Universe to be fair he yeah. Um, Thor the Dark World wasn't a great film and not memorable by any means um, and his, his him as a villain definitely not memorable no, he's a bad villain I, I rewatched this film quite recently and it's not as bad as I remembered it but um, uh, yeah he, he hated doing it uh, he's not good at it um, do you remember what happened to Malekith? <sighs> oh no I can't remember at all uh, he was crushed by a ship in Svartalfheim <laughs> Uh, I discovered. Uh, there you go. Um, yeah, Captain you America. You can the- stay crushed under. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Malekith. Uh Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Obviously, the Winter Soldier is a good guy now. Mm-hmm. Um, Alexander Pierce was also a bad guy in that film. Robert Redford. Uh, Robert Redford has retired from acting. <laughs> uh, so no one then. 
No, I don't think he would. I mean, if you, yeah, there's no way his character's coming back. Hydra isn't a thing anymore. It kind of would be duplicating, wouldn't it? The whole idea of, yeah, Valentina. Exactly. Oh. Uh, apparently, he was killed by Nick Fury. Hmm. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. The bad guy, or is Ronan the Accuser? Ronan the Accuser. He got exploded by the Power Stone in uh, that film. Yeah, and by by the Guardians together with it. Yeah. Uh, played by Lee Pace. He also appeared in Captain Marvel. I'll be mm. very, very briefly. Um, yeah. I, I, well, the question is whether the Guardians of the Galaxy will come back for Avengers. That's probably one of the main... Um, I think if the Guardians of the Galaxy are back for the Avengers films, then probably yes. I think he makes a good written uh, mm. against them. Um, because obviously he and Drax has quite a bit of history, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Drax and Ronan. So I can see that playing out even further because I don't think Drax really got his uh, comeuppance or revenge on him as much as he wanted to. But... Um, and obviously, Lee Pace is uh, quite happy to return. I imagine. Um, well, I'll say we, we've seen that he's, he'll come back. They obviously want they kept him in the picture for name recognition or, or side recognition. So yeah, I, I could see him joining the team, not not as a main if they're going to have main members, but I could see him being there. You need only if Guardians are back, though. I would say. Yeah, yeah, but you need some space stuff, don't you? So it could be um, it could be him. Uh, Age of Ultron, obviously the bad guy. Well, the two bad guys. Ish. The main one was Ultron. There's also Baron von Strucker, who was killed by Ultron. Uh, he's not going back. Uh, Ultron, I was in two minds. Um, I I feel that he wouldn't work for anyone else. No. So I, I I don't on that basis. I have assumed he's not coming back. I yeah. think he's a great villain, though. I really like uh, Ultron. He, I I think uh, Ultron is underused in the MCU. I mean, Ultron is probably one of the most well-known uh, baddies out there in right, Marvel right. comics and. Um, I mean, because there's a lot of history, you know, um, in the comic books, it was Han- Hank Pym who created Ultron. Yeah, so yeah, obviously, yeah. you know, um, there's a lot of bad blood between that. Um, but yeah, I agree with you that I don't think Ultron would work in the team. He he wouldn't work well in the team whatsoever. No, no. Uh, yeah, I, I really like James Spader's performance in that, but I don't think he's back. I'm probably need to speed up a bit. Um, Ant Man, the value was Yellow Jacket, aka Darren Cross, which is the name of a guy I went to school with. He got squashed or something. Yeah, he, he got basically got shrunk infinitesimally. Now, you haven't seen Loki, so you won't know this, Ejan, but um, there is an Easter egg referencing Yellow Jacket in that series. Okay. Um, which, And I, I think he's going to be back um, as, obviously, the, rep, the, the, the counterpart of Ant-Man. Yep, um, because he has uh, ship altering powers as well. I can. I'm not yeah. surprised if they give him like the the he to grow as well as 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 Ant-Man yes, can. Yeah. So um, yeah, I can see him coming back. I really can. Yeah, I think he's 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 more likely than not um, to be in this. Uh, Civil War. We we had Crossbones for a bit, who I think might have also been in Winter Soldier. Um, he was blown up by Wanda. I don't think we're going to see him again. No. Uh, and Baron Zemo. Oh, uh, I. <laughs> Everyone loves Baron Zemo in uh, Falcon the Winter Soldier. Mm. Um, I think his story has ended there. I, I, again, it'll be a bit weird for Baron Zemo to be part of this team. Like, what can he contribute? He's not really a superhero per se. Um, he doesn't even have like uh, good martial arts, like any of the uh, any of them. He's just the mastermind behind. Um, he's manipulator. But I think you have those people already in the team. Yeah, like the Contessa, yeah. that you don't really need another Baron Zemo. So obviously he came back, for, as you say, for Falcon Winter Soldier. I, if they do another series of that, I can see him being in that, but I think you're, you're probably right. To be honest, he didn't do as much in that as I was expecting anyway. Hmm. Uh, a bit of a disappointment, really. Uh, okay, uh, Doctor Strange. Now, we've got um, we've got Dormammu uh, and Cassilius, but also Carl Mordo. Yes, um, I, Mordo will be back. He, absolutely. He's yeah. the only counterpart for Doctor Strange out there. Uh, Dormammu feels too big of an entity to be able to be part of a team. Why would he be part of a team? Yeah, I, like, think, he, I think he's done, isn't he? Um, yeah, I mean, he literally controls what... And it's just it's, it's just this being, right? This eternal being that lives out in space. It's just, yeah, there's no way that... Oh, why don't you be part of this? Yeah. Uh, team, up, just, team up with uh, Ren Lacuse, who's got a big hammer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cassidius, I mean, he barely did anything in the film and he, he, he apparently was taken off by Dormammu. But yeah, Carl Mordo, not, 
maybe unique in this list in that he wasn't actually revealed as being a villain um, in the film, although we, we saw it in the post-credits, didn't we? I mean, it was fairly obvious to the to the audience, but not to the characters in the films. So Doctor Strange, for example, doesn't know that Karl Mordo is a villain as far as we That's true. He's going to appear in the sequel as well, if I'm not mm. mistaken. So I think I, he's more likely than anyone we've talked about, I think. Yep. Uh, Guns Guys in Volume Two. It's your, 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 you're ready to talk about Kurt Russell. Again. Kurt Russell is Eagle, a planet, a living planet, a living planet. He's also not going to join the Why, why, why? Hey, Mister Living Planet, why don't you join the team with uh, Mister US Agent here? Yeah. With some serum <laughs> in his blood. Yeah, yeah. I think he's done. Um, we also had um, Aisha, as played by Elizabeth Debicki. Um, who is definitely going to be in the next Guardians film, but I think she's a Guardians villain, not a, a team-up villain. Mm. So at the end of that film, maybe even post-credits, I now she created Adam, which I think is going to be a large part of... Uh, oh, of yeah, I completely forgot about that. Mm. <laughs> Jeez, well, yeah, that, that, that happened, yes. Yeah, so that's volume three, but I don't think that's team-up, uh, personally. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, we get, we had uh, briefly a Shocker, but not from but the main villain was Vulture. Uh, he's in prison. We know he's coming back, um, yep. but not for this. I think he's coming back for Sinister Six, isn't he? Yep, yep. That, that's that's my thought as well. Um, I, I'm going, I'm going throughout there. Uh, well, yeah, right now, yep. I'm pretty certain that the Spider-Man villain would be Venom. Uh what in the Sinister Six? In, or in this? No, in this, in the dark. Uh, so Venom was a version of the was in the Thunderbolts. In the comics, oh yeah, as a direct counter. Well, he's he's literally Spider-Man, but black and big. Yep. yep. And 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 his sharp teeth. <laughs> yeah, and, and his, his whole definition is how much he hates Spider-Man, isn't it? I, yep. I I see what you're saying. I don't think Sony will let that happen. Uh, I I I think they're going to do their own thing. I so I don't think we're going to get a Spider-Man villain in this. In if there is a Phase Four team up, hmm? is okay. my view. But um, we shall see. We shall see. Uh, it, this whole villain team up does sound a lot like Sinister Six, so there might be a bit of a race to see who gets it on first. Uh, which will be Sony, because they're rushing to it. Thor Ragnarok. Um, we have Hela, uh, Kate Blanchett, uh, who was killed when Asgard was destroyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, what do, what do I, you think? I, I'm in two minds on that. So we definitely need someone who can keep up with Thor. Yes. That that's the only reason why you know Hela could be back. Yeah. But again, why would she be back? <laughs> she's she's uh, not teaming up, is she? I, no. Yeah, I I absolutely I I had the same thought process. I think you need a, you need a Thor equivalent, but it's not going to be it's not going to be Hela. I don't think. I think she's done. I think Kate Blanchett's done. Um, there is Grandmaster, uh, also who I think we will see again, but maybe not. I think we're more likely to see that in a Guardians three. He's, not, he's just there to have a good time, isn't he? He's yep. not plotting. Uh, he's just chaotic, stuff. right? He's the yeah. kind, of, kind of chaotic person who's just there to make make sure that he has fun and everything else is in chaos. Um, there's also that Fire Lord guy in... Oh, Serto. Hmm. With the big horns. Yeah, I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> um, Black Panther, we had Killmonger and Ulysses Claw, who was also in Age of Ultron. Uh, I, I think this is quite likely. Uh, people love Killmonger. And rightly so, Michael B. Jordan was fantastic in that role. Uh, well, I say it's like it. I, th- I think Marvel would want this to happen. Whether Michael B. Jordan wants it to happen is a different question. Yeah. Right. You- I, I don't see Michael B. Jordan returning uh, to that role, um, to be honest. Okay. Um, I think he's going on, going on to bigger things as well. I could potentially see Andy Serkis coming back as Claw, because yeah. uh, Claw was really underutilized um, in the. In the films, uh, I've told you before. I believe that in the comics, he does have uh, he gains sonic powers. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He t- can turns into sonic or vibrations and stuff like that. Uh, so, potentially, that could be. A I think turn. so. I think that's a good shout. Yeah, mm. uh, I, I I loved his performance in that. Well, I think he was fantastic. So, um, I killed my Killmonger in case anyone can't remember. Uh, yeah, the, the Killmonger one's interesting. I, I think it. Might depend who's directing it, who's involved. He might be more likely to come back for uh, a further Black Panther. I don't know. Um, and then yeah, we've got Infinity War with Thanos and the Black Order. I, they're done, aren't they? Then that's that's Phase Three. We're not going to see yep. that again. 
Ant-Man and the Wasp. Can you remember the names of um, the villains in Ant-Man and the Wasp? I know that's Ghost. It's Ghost, who was kind of redeemed, so she's not going to be a villain again, is she? Nope. Do you remember Sonny Birch? No, who's that? Uh, played by Walton Goggins. Uh, he had a fight with, with Wasp in a restaurant at one point. I thought quite a few people had a fight with the Wasp in a restaurant at one point. Yeah. Anyway, he was arrested by the police. I don't think the uh, the Marvel fan base is crying out for a return of Sonny Birch. <laughs> no, um, I, I highly doubt that. Now, uh, on to Captain Marvel, where the villains uh, are Yon Rog, as played by Jude Law. Uh, at least you remember the name, Colin. Did you know that I wrote down all the villains' names? And then uh, Hela, Malekith, Domamu, Jude Law, Killmonger. <laughs> <laughs> I did look that one up, I must admit. Um, <laughs> no, know. I... Yeah. Uh, and there's also the Supreme Intelligence. But uh, what do you think? Yon Rog? Yeah, like, I, I knew his purpose in Captain Marvel. Yeah, it makes sense, you know, that her tutor and mentor, you know, that she's been working for, you know, has been leading her down the wrong track to begin with, etc., etc., you know. Um, he wasn't a particularly strong villain, Uh in any sense of the world and obviously he doesn't have the same power capabilities as Captain Marvel so mm. I don't see him coming back at all I, I really don't like interesting okay I, I had him down as someone I thought might come back um, partly because he's still alive <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I really like Jude Law in this and I, and I think he you're, you're right he's not as powerful as as Captain Marvel but I could see him coming back having found some way of becoming that powerful or close to it mm. Um and as, as a counterpart so I, I, I've put my list I think it might come back but um, you never know uh, Endgame obviously covered really uh, Spider-Man Far From Home Mysterio is definitely coming back but probably for Sinister 6 rather than this yep uh, and then it's just Black Widow are we going to see the return of Taskmaster or Dracov well I would like to see a better Taskmaster right okay put it that way um, and I think because he can benefit a lot, or she can benefit a lot from having a lot more people that she can copy from, and you can literally see where she gets, or he or she gets their powers from, and their mimicry can work. Um, so, like we have Shang Chi, for example, you know, they they could just copy his martial arts, or mm. uh, you know, just these things that make Taskmaster a much better villain in, than they were in Black Widow. I would like that. Uh, I I do not think that they will return because we already have Yelena who's coming back um, uh, yeah I, I don't think I don't think Tarsal is coming back I definitely don't think Dracov's coming back no, um, no so I, I, I think they think they've done that I think I think yeah as you say Yelena's coming back I think um, the agent guy who was clear in love with Black Widow I think he'll come back yep. as, a good, as a good guy um, that's all the films DJ and we did it so uh, I've I, Going into this, I marked a few that I thought uh, would be in it. We haven't always agreed. Um, but shall we say, that, so the, in order of how likely, we won't do all of them, obviously. Um, mm. Abomination is pretty much guaranteed. I think yep. we agreed on that. Yep. Carl Mordo, pretty much guaranteed. Yep. Yep. 100%. Um, uh, Yellow Jackets, pretty likely. Pretty likely, yeah. Uh, and then we start going into, so um, Ulysses Claw, should we put him next to us? Yep. I quite like his re- him to return, and this case is great. Yeah, um, Ronan the Accuser, or we uh, yeah, depends Ob- on if Obadiah yeah. Stain, uh, Yon Rog <laughs> Killmonger. That's the list I, I've got. Yeah, it's not a big list. I'm pretty certain. Um, I have a feeling that we do not well know where the Scarlet Witch would end up on this spectrum as well. Oh, you think she might be a villain? Potentially, it depends on how bad her grief is. Uh, mm, yeah. Okay. So it depends on how it goes. I don't know whether you'll follow the MC, the, the comic books as well, because she, she, she dabbles. Right. She dabbles in both. Um, I, I do know that there was this whole redeeming arc, and you know it would be quite unlikely for her to return as a villain. But at the end of uh, Wonder Vision, I mean, we're still torn, right? It's not like she she seek the the forgiveness of all the people she manipulated in that city, which is quite a villainous. Like, it's something a villain would have done. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, I, I know some people have said that she's going to be the, the main villain. I can't see that. I think they've redeemed her. I, I, but 
we haven't mentioned Agatha Harkness, who I think probably will come back. Oh, uh, yep. Um, in some form or other. Uh, so I'll, I'll throw her into the list as well. Uh, and and they'll have new characters, obviously. It's not going to be a whole thing about But um, there's, there's plenty there to work with. Yep, yeah, that's for sure. We're going to look stupid when they, te- they, just, they just bring back... It's going to be Ego and Malekith <laughs> teaming up. <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's just the two of them. Uh, and we, you never know. I mean, more seriously, we, we might get kind of evil versions of... So you might get a multiverse, I don't know, Thor, who's a bad guy or something. Yeah, that works as well. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Uh, cool. Well, there you go. Uh, Marvel, if you haven't already planned Phase 4, we've done it for you. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> All we ask is that you cast us. <laughs> just just a small part. I yeah, mean, it like... It doesn't have to be big. Yeah. If you need any actuaries in your films. <laughs> I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. Um, we move on then to our quiz, which is Zijan films based on the books of Leo Tolstoy. Of which Why did I choose this? There are I maybe mean, two famous films. Yeah, exactly. I, I just ruined the whole of Anna Karenina for myself. Honestly, I just feel I feel a bit upset by that. Honestly, uh, I feel very upset by that. I, I I I haven't read it, but I have seen the film, and I did know how it ended even before I saw the film. Okay. So I didn't. So oh, right. Uh, so when you see bits of like, like just see trains dramatically shot in the film. <sighs> like, yeah, oh, man. I wonder what that's all about. Fine, this is a terrible round. Anyway, uh, I'm one up for the Euro oh, thanks, Jan, but uh, can you pull it back? Uh, let's find out. Go for it. Um, question one. In order to convey the essence of the story, where did Joe Wright shoot the majority of Anna Karenina? In a theatre. That's correct. Which book was the Egyptian film The River of Love based on? What? Come what on, is I gotta, this? I, I got to try and find five questions on this. Oh, wow. What is this? The River of Love. The River of Love. I'm going to guess one. I don't think it's Anna Karenina because I'm pretty sure I've gone through the whole list. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to guess uh, the, the Kritzer Sonata, whatever that is. Uh, it's Anna Karenina. Is it? Dang it. it. Is. I thought I went through everything. Dang it. Um, question two: Who played Pierre in the nineteen fifty six adaptation of War and Peace, causing lots of controversy? Oh, I read this today. <laughs> oh man! We help you give the controversy. Yeah, the controversy was he was too old, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he's thirty years old. He was fifty. The character was he's twenty. Fifty playing twenty. Yeah. I read all this. Oh boy, so annoying. I thought that's probably going to come up. I'll remember that. Uh, it, it feels like it was someone like Humphrey Bogart, but it wasn't Humphrey Bogart. Uh, but I've got nothing else. Oh, this is so frustrating. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to say Humphrey Bogart, but it's not. No, it's not. It's Henry Fonda. Henry Fonda. Um, question two for you: Who played Natasha in that film? Um, uh, Audrey Hepburn, right? Audrey Hepburn, very good. Mm. Question three. At the end of the 1997 adaptation of Anna Karenina, who turned out to be Leo Tolstoy, writing a manuscript of all that has happened? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah, basically at the end of the film, some um, someone, one of the characters, uh, wrote a manuscript of the things that have happened and signed it Leo Tolstoy. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> was it her husband? That's not us, but it's Levin. All right. Uh, who wrote the screenplay for 2012's Anna Karenina? Ooh. I don't know this. No, I don't know this at all. I have no guesses whatsoever. Now go uh, on. Tom Stoppard. Uh, nope. Question four. Which actress is the only actress who has played Anna Karenina twice in two separate films? Um... It's sounds not like, Kira Knightley. Sounds like a kind of thing that Vanessa Redgrave might have done. <laughs> is it Greta Garbo? Did she really? Uh, question four for you. A 2012, 2012 film based on Master and Man shares its name with which holiday? What? Uh, the 2012 film based on Leo Tolstoy's short story uh, Master uh, and Man and it shares its name with what holiday? This is such a bad quiz round, isn't it? <laughs> it is a bad quiz round. I'm glad you recognise that. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at these like, like there's only two of these films I've anyone's heard of I, I don't know how I'm supposed to write questions on these Thanksgiving Boxing Day oh nice um 
Director Bernard Rose has directed three films based on the works of Leo Tolstoy. Name, apart from Anna Karenina, name the other two. Uh, the Kreutzer Sonata. Yep. Um, and that one that begins with R. Uh, it's like Remembrance, maybe? Nope, the name of the film is Ivan's Ecstasy. So close. Um, fine, question five for you. The Kreutzer Sonata, which yeah. has nine film adaptations with that name, is named after a sonata by which composer? Uh, Tchaikovsky. Beethoven. What a round. <laughs> It'd be tight. Look. We tied one all. I can't believe I didn't get Henry Fonda. I can't believe I didn't get Anna Karina, Karina in the first yeah, one. So. Yeah. There you go. Um, let's pretend that never happened. Uh, next time <laughs> we're doing a quiz on Oliver Stone directed films. Okay. And what's our main talk for next time, Zijan? Is it Suicide Squad? It is the Suicide Squad. We're, we're late. We're maybe two weeks late on this, but better late than ever. <laughs> that's fine. People I've want booked, to hear us speak about it anyway. That's true. I've booked my ticket for for Sunday, which uh, will have happened by the time that you listen to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and apparently it's really good. So I'm on board with that. See you then. Bye.